We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What is up, Green Bay Packers fans? Welcome back to another edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Morley, and I am joined once again by my co host, Ross Uglum. Uh, we are here to talk some Packers football. We are just talking about how it, it is bone dry right now, and uh, Ton, tons of respect for guys out there that are still creating content, still giving us stuff to, to read and talk about. Um, and, Ross, you are without a doubt one of those guys. Um, first of all, how you doing? Second of all, uh, what's going on over at uh, PackerReport.com? I'm doing great, man. Uh, so pleased to welcome Jimmy Christensen uh, to Packer Report, who has, um, you know, started a little bit of a – player interview series. I believe we've got Elton Jenkins up. I believe we've got Kadar Holman up. Uh, he's got some, um, I, th- I think he's got some stuff with Billy Turner on the pack a day podcast. So uh, Jimmy's just been absolutely uh, just ripping it up for us. And I couldn't be more excited about it. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, like I was saying in, in this kind of dry time right now, who better to hear from than, Packers themselves so uh, he's absolutely been been killing it like you said so make sure you're checking that stuff out and like you also mentioned Billy Turner was on this very podcast yesterday 
super good, super good episode. Probably one of my favorite episodes um, I've ever listened to um, on the Pack-A-Day podcast. So make sure you check that out. Uh, Billy, uh, you know, is a great, great guy and uh, really well-spoken and, and just really well done. So just go check it out. Um, but speaking of content, there's one thing that came out today. ESPN um, had a segment that they did where they basically redrafted the NFL. So the concept was put every player in active player in the NFL right now in a pool, go off of last year's draft order. What would the first, I think they did first four rounds, so 138 picks. What would that look like if that were to be the case? Um, and who they had drafting is they had, they had beat writers for each team. Um, Rob, Rob Domoski did the Packers. And I just thought it was a really interesting um, exercise. And I will say one thing I, I, I do want to say is I'll, I'll go ahead and just let you know right out of the gates where Aaron Rodgers is. And while I talk about this, let me pull up that article, which I did have pulled up. But now I don't. But Aaron Rodgers is the 12th player taken in this, in this redrafting. Um, there were guys taken before him. And I'm gonna pull, I'm pulling that up right now. Those 12, 11 guys, I guess. First overall for the Bengals is gonna be Patrick Mahomes. That that's a no-brainer. Um, even even the hardest of hardcore Aaron Rodgers QB one, uh, you know, fans cannot deny that Patrick Mahomes is that dude right now. There's there's no one else in the NFL playing playing at his level. So I think any uh, any person other than than Patrick Mahomes being the first pick. Um, in any of these types of redrafts, you need to throw it out the window because he is clear-cut slam dunk number one overall. Um, so there it is. Okay, so Patrick Mahomes, one. Russell Wilson, two. Uh, Lamar Jackson, third overall pick. Deshaun Watson, fourth. Aaron Donald to the Miami Dolphins, fifth overall. The L.A. Chargers at six took Ronnie Stanley. Carolina, Joey Bosa. Arizona, Drew Brees. <laughs> number nine, Jacksonville, Dak Prescott. 10, Cleveland Browns took Nick Bosa. 11, New York Giants took Carson Wentz. And 12, the Las Vegas Raiders took Aaron Charles Rogers. Ross, when you hear when you hear that, is is that too high for Aaron? Is that too low for Aaron? Or is that just about right for him? And, and mind you, the person taken directly after him at 13 overall is Joe Burrow. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Where where do you think Aaron would actually fall in a redraft scenario like this? Uh, you know, it depends on the draft order. Uh, it depends on the teams, I think. Um, you know, I'm a guy where, like, if I'm, I'm drafting a Madden franchise, you know, in a fantasy draft, uh, I'm taking a guy like Wentz, uh, a guy like Kyler, um, obviously Joe Burrow not available yet, but, but that would be like something I would do, uh, something I would not do in the first round of a complete NFL, you know, redraft would be to take a quarterback that's as old as Aaron Rodgers is. Now, if it got to the point where the value just smacked me in the face, sure. But, um, you know, I, I get it. I don't understand why you take Breeze that high, uh, taking Brady in the first round at all just makes me laugh. Um. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And well, I, and I think you're right. I think you know Rogers with his age. I don't really necessarily have an issue with him being there at 12. Um, 
But what I have an issue with is you're telling me, you know, and the exercise is all these franchises, the slate's wiped clean. They have no one on their roster. This is it. They're building their roster from zero. You're going to tell me that the Miami Dolphins at five are going to take Aaron Donald over Aaron Rodgers? Like, come on. That's that's a little bit rich. And that's just not – that's not just a Rodgers thing. I think if this truly were to happen, you wouldn't see a non-quarterback come off – I mean, come off the board to like 15 or 16. Uh, I mean, because I would take – I would take uh, like Kyler Murray go 17. I would take Kyler at five over Aaron Donald. Like, quarterbacks just run this league. Um, Aaron Donald's not going to win you Super Bowl. Aaron Donald is a fantastic football player. Ronnie Staley is a fantastic football player. Joey Bosa, all those non-quarterbacks are unbelievable, probably best at their position right now in the league. But they're not quarterbacks. Um, so I just think it's interesting. Um, but, again, you know, this is this was written by uh, beat writers for each team because if you keep going down, um, the, at, at 15, the Denver Broncos beat writer took Drew Locke over – over Kyler Murray at 17, which to me, that's insane. That's insanity. I think Kyler Murray is a dark horse MVP candidate this year. I think he has got that type of potential, what they've done with him in in Arizona. uh, I'm real excited, but that's just my opinion. Um, So moving on though, from that, I thought this was really interesting that they didn't just go first round. They went um, all the way through it. uh, The first three, first four rounds. And so there were actually five Packers that were taken in the first, four rounds and I'll just give you the order. So Aaron Rodgers went 12th overall. David Bakhtiari was the next Packer to come off the board at 35. And then you have Devontae Adams at 40. Jair, or sorry, Zadarius Smith at 59 and then Jair Alexander at 100 overall. So basically, you know, NFL beat writers around, around the league, I guess would are telling us the Packers five best players are Aaron Rodgers, David Bakhtiari, Devontae Adams, Darius Smith, and Jair Alexander. Um, I think it's hard to disagree with that, Ross. I think those guys are all in the conversation. Um, but what are some – are there any surprises in your eyes that you thought maybe should be on that list? Or if you, if you were to have like a Mount Rushmore or a top five of Packers players right now, what would your list look like? I think, you know, it depends uh, what you're talking about again. Um, if you're talking about, you know, this like Madden style uh, redraft deal, then I think you have to skew towards, you know, younger guys. And so a first contract guy like Jair Alexander has more value than a guy like Zedarius Smith, who's getting paid a bazillion dollars. Um, that's something that I guarantee I was thinking about during like these types of drafts that. I bet these guys weren't. Did, did they say whether they're taking contracts into consideration? No. It, the The premise of this is basically they're saying um, there's like 140 guys in the NFL that are true difference, difference makers, and this is what they think it is. And then pretty much everything after that is like, let me read you an excerpt here, and you, you'll like this. Um, gosh, dang, I need to find it. But I'll, I'll, sum, I'll summarize it. They're basically saying a guy like like Harold Landry is not in the top 140, and he's not really he's kind of a he's kind of a repl- replacement level player was kind of the premise of this. And I'll but that, with that in mind, Ross, looking at uh, Demoskis, he took he took Justin Tucker <laughs> for the Packers at in the fourth round as a kicker. So we uh, mercy. 
So, I mean, there's, there's that as well, but you know, these are guys that write for their specific teams and, um, you know, it might just be like, uh, well, I know who this guy is. Um, but that's, but like I said, that's kind of the premise is, you know, 140 guys are really, you know, game breakers in the NFL. And I think, I don't think it's a Madden type thing to answer your question. I think it is like, if you were going to build a team, um, for, okay, so here we go. Each GM was asked to draft with their intentions of winning a Super Bowl within the next five years. So that's basically the premise here, the next five years. So you're not looking at building a 10-year dynasty. Five years, you know, is whatever. Here we go. This is what I – and let me read. This is what I was going to say. Um, what about the other 20 starters for each team? The rest of the roster is made up of average-level NFL talent. Our analytics team identifies that as someone such as uh, offensive tackle Donovan Smith, edge rusher Harold Landry, or cornerback Malcolm Butler. Yeah, I well, I think Landry's a terrible example just because he's, he's going into his third year. But whatever, that seems to be behind the point. I mean, you know, yeah, I think if you're talking about just quality of player – um, throw out positional value. I don't know, p- throw out contractual value. Cause obviously like if there was no dead money involved and this may sound insane, but you know, I would consider trading like Aaron Rodgers for Kyler Murray um, and, and getting the opportunity to pay that kid 8 million bucks a year or whatever. Uh, now that Rodgers is 38, but if there's no contracts and we don't care about age and we're just talking about winning in five years, yeah, then, uh, you know, Rodgers is a better bet than Murray. But, you know, that then, and so that kind of brings you into the same deal with the current guys on the roster. Um, Zadarius Smith is, I think, then pretty easily the second or third most valuable guy on the team if you don't care that you're paying him $17 million a year. Um you know, I think that a guy like Jair Alexander, if you put contracts into it, is quite a bit more valuable than Zadarius Smith because he's not getting paid yet. But, you know, that's uh, th- that's the interesting thing with these is you always have to have full context and you always have to have the full premise. Yeah, you certainly do. And, you know, with any of this stuff, it's it's just an interesting exercise, and you can look at all of it and you know give some of these guys crap for taking these guys where or whatever. Um, but there's you know everyone has their mindset behind what they're doing, and, and I'm with you. If, if you're if it is the next five years, Rogers has probably got you know three to five good years left. I mean, that's probably realistic. Five might even be stretching it. Um, but if you want to win, yeah, I think I would probably take him a little bit higher than some of those non-quarterback uh, positions, but um, to each their own. And, you know, do you would you rather be paying Aaron Donald an arm and a leg to be a defensive tackle, or would you rather be paying, you know, Aaron Rodgers, well, gosh, whatever he's making, um, to be quarterback for your team? So um, it's an interesting exercise, and, you know, it's it's a welcome one right now where we're kind of sitting on our hands waiting for – you know, hopefully some news about rookie camp or training camp or off-season activities. You know, that stuff's starting to loosen up a little bit, so that's a, that's a good sign. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll have you covered here at Pack-A-Day um, with every little bit of news that we can find, every little bit, every little detail that, that's out there that's getting leaked about your Green Bay Packers. 
Uh, we're going to be talking about it on this very podcast. So uh, making make sure you, you keep it tuned in here. Um, this will be a shorter one for Ross and I today because, honestly, there's not a lot going on. And I just thought this was a really interesting article. Uh, Ross, thanks for joining me as always. And until next time, go Pack Go. First and 10 for the 17 to San Francisco. Get Jones around the right end, gets a block, makes the turn, 10 to the 5, to the end zone. Second and two, six-yard line of Minnesota, tied at seven apiece. Graham tight end right side of the line, three receivers punch on the left, Rogers under center. It's motion to the right here, the pitch, Jones around the left end. He's got Bakhtiari blocking his right. Jones makes the turn to the pylon, to the end zone, for the touchdown. Second and short, get jump, big hole, right side, 20, 15, 10, to the end zone, touchdown! Takes the snap, delay, hands it off, Jones up the middle with a burst, here he is, 15, 10, 5, high stepping, hands on, touchdown, Packers aren't going anywhere today, they are here to play, 33 yards, touchdown burst, to match the number on the jersey of Aaron Jones, oh my goodness, what a play, Jimmy Graham wide to the right side, Three receivers bunched tight on the left. Aaron Jones on the left side of the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers in shotgun. Hand off Jones. Picks his way off the right side. Fights for the goal line. And did he get in? Yes, he did. Touchdown. Single back offense behind Aaron Rodgers. He ducks it under center. From the 29 of Green Bay, and here's a handoff off the middle. Dead ball, straight ahead. Here's Aaron Jones, off to the races, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, down the left sideline, and he's out of bounds. Inside the 10 of the 5-yard line of Miami. Aaron Jones with a first, 67 yards. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.